Hello everybody, welcome to the second episode, the second official episode of Rage Ring Radio. Thank you to everybody who sat through our first episode despite the terrible audio. It should be better this time. If it's not, listen anyway. But you are listening to the second episode of Rage Ring Radio. I am Reptar. I'm here with my co-host and good friend. Cash boy, Cashiest boy, he's known by many names. How you doing, Cash? Doing pretty good. I'm amped. For this episode, we got a bunch of topics, and they're all pretty damn good. So, I'm ready. That's right. We've got a lot to get through. Don't take us into it. Uh-huh. Before we get into it, I've got to give a quick shout-out to our number one fan, Korean Jew Trading. I know, I thank you for being such a big fan of my content, Korean Jew. Big shout-out, Korean Jew. All right. Yep, for sure. <laughs> Not from a- Word from our sponsor. All right. <laughs> so, <laughs> All right. so you want to kick off into the first? Yeah. As, as many of you have probably heard, the Trump administration has come out hard against e-cigs and and jewels, particularly jewels, but I guess all all vapes, really. Um, and it's kind of fucked up. Right? Because, like, when you read these stories, like, people getting these lung illnesses, from what I gather anyway, and maybe I'm wrong, there there are boomers who would tell me I'm wrong, but from what I gather reading these stories, the people getting these lung diseases are people buying, like, homemade weed carts for vaping. Um, Not, you know, Starbart jewel pods or blue pods or whatever and there's this sort of um i think knee-jerk reaction from the government uh to just ban it all which is sort of crazy you know when we've got like thousands of people dying from opiates and fentanyl every single day you know like they're gonna come and take away my jewel i have a second amendment right to bear pods and (laughs) take it Yeah, I mean, it's just like you have actual cigarettes being sold, right? And like, what what are the statistics? It's like four hundred thousand people die every year. Is that? I think I've saw I've seen that somewhere. It's some crazy six figure number, right? And that's annually, so it's like constantly. What have we seen? We've seen thirteen people die from from vaping re- related like respiratory illnesses or conditions, and like the, the thing is like thirteen. You know how many people are in America alone? Three hundred thirty million people. There's the the, the statistic. The difference between four hundred thousand and like thirteen, fourteen, whatever the number is now, 13, is 15. insane. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, but um, it's, uh, but um, it's it's just insane. And the thing is, they're not actually e-cigarettes. It's vaping, yes, but the 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 ban is on e-cigarettes, right? But the, the I I haven't seen anything like one of any of those reports. And I'm not sure on how good those reports are, but like just for 
general quality, whether it's an unrelated respiratory issue, but like, what are they actually getting the issue from? It's from the, as you said, the, the THC weed cards for dab pens. And those like have a whole bunch of issues with them because they're all getting tested for positive for pesticides and other shit. And you just pull that into your lungs. It's not good. Right. But, uh, it's just, um, it's crazy that they'd like do that when there's no, I don't know, is it like proof. And like whenever they would talk about respiratory illness, there's no, there's no talk about like what it is. Is it like some sort of inflamed thing? Is it some sort of like a bronchitis thing? Or is it like, you know, something like on the, the, the walls kind of of your, your lungs? Like, is it, is it messing with like one of the, openings but it's it's always lung illness there's there's no description and lung illness seems like super super vague for what reason like if you're gonna if you're gonna start like doing crazy things to protect fucking public health what are you gonna do you should probably take away i don't know cigarettes from being able being like able to be sold they're like it doesn't even make any sense because i'm sure like the the ceos and the executives at uh altria or whatever the company that's that's the company to that that sells that owns Jewel, right? Yeah, they and they own the, the big they cigarette company. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's like it's it's crazy. Like they're probably thinking in their heads, like they're still letting us sell cigarettes and make money off you know cigarette smokers when we literally have proof that it it kills you all these different ways because there's like five thousand chemicals and shit when you when you you light it up. And it's, I, I, I don't get it. Like, if you're gonna be, I had a point there, I'm, I'm space now, but like, you. Yeah, I mean, I think. It's crazy. Like, I don't know. I, I don't look. Like, I'm not gonna, you know, I don't think cigarettes should be banned. I'm not gonna count on cigarettes. Um, but you're right that, because like I think I think in a way like it's it's hard to say right because like. Vapes have existed for what? Let's say 10, 10 years maybe, and cigarettes have been around for 50 years, so it's hard to compare data. Mm-hmm. But then, like, all in all of these cases, it's been, um, from what I've read, I get attributed to uh, weed vapes, like, uh, T- or not weed vapes, but THC fluid, THC concentrate, um, which is such a thing right now, like, I know from just like being around like my in real life friends, everyone's got these, everyone is selling these THC pots, right? Like these green pots, I think everyone's seen them, you've seen them, I've seen them, I'm sure most of the people listening have seen them. Um, And they're everywhere and the thing is like, if if you go and look on Amazon, you can find all of the materials needed to make like the exterior of one of these things you can find the glass cart you can find even the different stickers for all the different brands and then buying shit to mix together and put in it is easy you know what i mean um yeah so and the i think exactly what these things have been attributed to is i think it's vitamin e oil or something um it's been fucking up people's lungs and that's something you guys put put into to uh cut and fill out to fill out uh knock off weed vapes so really the best idea is if you live in a state where 
there are no like um where there are no legal dispensaries where there are no totally legit uh cartridges being sold then just don't buy any cartridges because they're probably going to be fake and i thought it was so funny because i um i was watch I, I was reading the news the other day yesterday actually and there's been all these uh news articles out about these weed vapes fucking people up and then just yesterday i see this article and it's like teenagers suing jewel like uh or i guess altria but he was suing the jewel makers because yeah. uh doctors said his lungs looked like that of a 70 year old man and i just like yeah yeah i saw that i thought of myself as a teenager as a teenager and i was i just imagine this kid like getting these results from the doctor with his parents knowing he smoked shitty weed vapes and being like, no, mom, dad, I, I, don't, I don't smoke weed. If I, I hit someone's nicotine vape somewhere. Like, it might be that. If, I'll sue them. Look, I don't smoke weed. Trust me. Yeah, yeah their, par- their parents are like, oh, I've heard about those things. Yeah. And I just, I, it's crazy. It's, there's, like, there's so much shit. Like, the pesticides... I don't know if you talked about them or you just talked about, you know, shitty stuff they put in there. Um, there's a massive list of all these, I would say small, smaller time, but you know, I would still, you know, these are most of the brands that people are getting for these carts. And there's, there's a whole article, a scientific thing where they actually tested all the different brands for pesticides and other, you know, stuff to show up. And it was like 95, 92% of the brands that they tested, tested positive uh, for no pesticides. Uh, 92% tested positive for pesticides. And there's like very, very few. It's insane. I I can, I think we should, you know, send the link somewhere when we, when we make the thread for episode two, we'll we'll do that. But it's just, it's crazy because like, if like I I I haven't I've, I did I pulled it once but like there's I, I just don't trust them like even if they, they don't have like the server that is uh like what they're finding with the kids who are you know ha- causing this whole thing that it's you know some different thing or maybe it is the pesticides themselves but if it's not like even without even picking carts without whatever is it giving like whatever's giving whatever these kids got right. Like the pesticide chance is like, I don't want to be vaping, you know, pesticide shit in my lungs. So I don't, I don't get why a lot of people have uh, friends, you know, uh, who I got that going on. And I've talked to them, I'm like, you go to the pesticides, man. And they're like, yeah, yeah, it's just easy. And there's no, you know, there's no smell, no smoke. And it's oh, easy, yeah, dude. peasy. And so, like, but so it's just my, like, it's crazy. So many of my real friends are like, uh, you know these cards are everywhere like i know people who like yeah have never really sold like bud or anything before but they suddenly got a whole lot of these cards and they're slinging them um i yeah. i know multiple people have been like yeah my little brother in high school is selling cards you know what i mean yeah like, yeah for sure they're everywhere yeah. uh, and that made my differ like state to state but like yeah, no, no, yeah, I've, I've, I've seen that too. There's, the funniest part about it all is it's always gone back to, like, I get into, I get into arguments with weed heads 
on Twitter sometimes. Cause like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a pro weed person. Like, I think weed Pot smokers be- to jail now. <laughs> no, I, I think weed, I think it's better if weed is legal and people are allowed to, or, or I'm an anti-drug or whatever. But I hate, and I've always said this, I hate these people who feel the need to make the argument like, oh, not only should it be legal, but it's actually good for you. Like, we should have, like, <laughs> make 13-year-olds smoke weed because it makes you smarter. Like, it's obviously not good for you, even if you're just smoking, you know, flour or blood. It's obviously bad for you. Um, and you shouldn't need to make that excuse that, like, oh, well, it cure, it, we was curing cancer and shit. Like, no, you just, you want to do it, so you should be allowed to do it, and that should be argument enough. Um, but I, I feel like this whole cart thing is just a vindication nation, population reptile. <laughs> um, we should control sure. what's getting into the hands of children. Um, and yeah. the fact that you disgusting degenerate potheads are interfering on my sweet sweet nicotine is a big problem <laughs> and you're all going to jail yes you should send it there but it's just like um i think part of the reason why uh high schoolers and uh, like just people in general because you know you'll see you don't typically have people you know bringing you know bud around with them but like you can see like i've seen a lot of people um just in all different sorts of situations, just having carts on them because right. it's it's so much easier because you don't have to package it so there's no smell, but you also have to like transport it. And compared to that, carts are just like this, basically this pen, um, size of a pen that it goes on the pen. And it's just, it's much more like efficient and convenient, but it's also just like, um, I, I'd imagine it's just overall it's probably 10 times easier to do that than sell bud. And oh, you can, sure. I don't know how much people are charging, but if they can get more than the actual bud price, it's, a, it's instantly like a win right. for whoever's trying to sell. People do sell, like, in terms of the amount, in terms of, like, amount to dollar, weight to dollar, they do sell for uh-huh. more. Um, they sell for more? Uh, yeah, I mean, like, in my experience, you can you can get a a one a one gram cart, like a one gram cart off somebody for like forty fifty bucks, whereas one gram of weed is gonna be like, what fifteen twenty bucks. Yeah, for sure. So I mean, I know that's crazy. Like, con- concentrate is more potent, so you can't really compare directly. But I'm just saying. And then I think also, yeah. you know what I mean? Like if you're like. If you're like someone who who maybe doesn't really smoke weed so much, you might be yeah. you're pro, you might be if, and you're at say a party or a bar and someone's like, "Yo, hit this pen." You might be more likely to take that and just inhale like what's basically just seems like a vape pen than you are like say a blunt or something, right? Yeah. And like people say like, "Oh, you know, they have so many synthetic weeds out there, right?" There's like oh, there's just, like, stuff being laced. But, like, instead of doing that, running that risk, you're going to have a clear, not completely, you know, viscous, you know, kind of dark yellow liquid. 
Mm-hmm. And you're going to vape that into your lungs like I... Yeah. Imagine it'd be much easier to, you know, lace and fuck with that shit than actual... Of course, yeah, actual, exactly. Well, like, you, ne- you never really know what's, what's in it. Like, I guess unless, like, if you're getting it from, like, a dispensary, if you live, if you live in a state where it's recreational legally, I guess, if you're getting it from a dispensary, you can assume it's all been tested or whatever. But even then... Like, like you, you look, look at, at like actual weed and you know it's weed. weed. Like whereas if you're looking at this like card strange liquid, especially if you're just buying it off of like some dealer you kind of know, and you don't know where he got it from. Like it, it could be anything. You know what I mean? Like it's not hard to make something look uh, vaguely green. Or some of them don't even look green. Some cards are like dark brown and look like gross. Yuck, dude, that's nasty as fuck. I would... It's like hitting meth juice, dude. That's so nasty. I I, I don't get that. Like, I guess, since you said it's easier to get... It's cheaper, right, you said? Than actual bud? I mean, like, well, I don't know. It's hard to say whether it's cheaper, right? Because, like... Yeah, that's true. That's a bit harder. You can get a... Uh, it's more expensive. Actually, it's more expensive than actual bud, like in terms of pure weight. But like, uh, two hits off a cart will get you. Will probably get you as high as like an entire joint or something. You know, that means the potency is different. So it's high, uh, hard that's... to measure exactly. But like a gram, a gram yeah. cartridge is going to cost you more than a gram of weed for sure. One so that means people aren't just going there because it's cheaper. They're going because it's. I think it's more accessible, you know what I mean? And it, like you said, yeah. you can carry it around more. Uh, yeah, so they're, yeah, so they're paying for that convenience, right? But yeah. it, they're still getting, like, worse than actual. Just Because, like, really? when you can bust anything, right? Chemicals come out regardless of what material it is. For sure, yeah. So, like, I don't know. You're going you're gonna to run that over, like, whatever chemicals are in that juice i don't know it's i don't know it's crazy but um yeah so uh, i head for that yeah next topic or uh speaking of dark brown fluid justin trudeau <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's uh, good good shit good little segue there uh photos uh-huh. have recently emerged of uh justin trudeau the um the leftist, uh, po- the poster child for woke for white wokeness, um, recently. First, it was one of him in sort of like a, a an Indian getup, and then there were a couple of his photos have come out of him in blackface, brownface, whatever you want to call it, um, and it's it's been a big controversy. Uh, he clearly had like shoe polish or some shit on his face to. Dress up as another ethnicity, yeah. and the funny thing is, right? Like, uh-huh. one photo comes out, right? And everyone's freaking yeah. out, and then a few hours later, suddenly there's another, <laughs> one, and there's another one. So far, there's three. Yeah, and yeah yikes. He said, he's, then he's at, and when he's giving a statement on the next day, he says, he's asked, like, how many times, how many times have you done this? Like, could there be more photos coming out? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> How many times I've done it? Like, 
Uh, it's I'm too not, many to count. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. Holy like, shit! I, I know, I know <laughs> thousands of photos. I know exactly how many times I've done blackface in my life. You know what I mean? I have a short count yeah. of that. It's zero <laughs> for the rest. But like, who has yeah. done it so many times that you just like don't know? You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's so funny. I saw a headline earlier, and I put this on Twitter. It's the headline. Uh -huh. like, Justin Trudeau doesn't rule out more blackface photos. Like, <laughs> it sounds like he's planning, like, might take Yeah, more. it's like a reveal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't rule out that next episode of, you know, me. It's like, like you said, like, oh, there's, you know, it's definitely me because you know you've never done it. Like, you know the count because you've never done it. Like, I think it's common sense. Like, I, I've never had to tell... I don't have anyone tell me, like, not to wear blackface, right? right? right. It's not like, oh, should I do this? Like, like a drug, like, oh, should I hit this or should I be so and sober and listen to my parents? It's like, it's black. Like, what are you going for, right? I. Yeah, and well, like the funny thing is, like you, you know, there was what. Uh, uh, who was that Virginia governor a few months ago? Pictures came out of him in blackface, right? Um, yeah. And but like you know, you could almost say, and I, this is this is just for the context of this conversation. But you say like, you know, that was that guy's picture is the Virginia governor. It was in like 1982. It was like a yeah, for sure. Time or whatever. Um, but like Justin Trudeau was doing this in like 2001, you know. What I mean? Like people, yeah, yeah. People knew what racism is uh, in 2001, yeah. um, and but it it's hard, right? Because like I see this sort of thing, and there's part of me that says, well, you know, my principle has always been that it's dumb to go at like we shouldn't be going after people for. You know, you know, photos from 10 years ago or tweets from 10 years ago or yeah. 20 years ago or whatever, you know, like that's bad. Yeah. You should all, you should take everybody's arguments on their merit um, and, you know, not, not judge people by these petty sort of modern political um, politenesses that yeah, have sure. only really been coming in recent years. But at, 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 at the same time, um, if you see yourself as sort of on the opposite side of politics from Trudeau, you've got to you you've got to sort of think. Well, if this was me, or if this was a politician who I like, Justin Trudeau would not have that same thinking. He would not be saying, "No, it's dumb to go after someone for this. No, we shouldn't yeah. drag someone through the mud for this." You know what I mean? And I think. As someone who identifies as being on the right, the right wing does that all too often, where they're like, "No, we've got we'll, we'll judge the we'll judge the left by our rules and be bigger men, and this is okay, and we're not going to cancel them." But like, the left never does that. You know what I mean? The left is always scorched earth. So I think, Justin, I'm sorry, but you've got to be canceled. I've got to cancel you. Rachel <laughs> says you're canceled. Yeah, um, yeah. So the uh, it was three of the leaders of Virginia. So it was the governor oh, yeah. Ralph uh, Northam, and then it was the second governor Justin Fairfax, and then um, 
another another governor, and then the attorney general, um, Mark R. Herring. And they're they're all Democrats too, which is funny. Yeah, but, that um, was so funny. Like it came out of one of them, and he sat down, and then the next one was like, yeah. I also did blackface. He's like, I'm repping the I'm repping the gang. Yeah, I'm repping the gang, yo. We're gonna brag about that. But like, did you see when they were? Um, so the news was breaking. It was like same day on Twitter. Um, there's like. After like 12 hours of the news being broken, they came out from all these sites and they would talk about, you know, obviously how Trudeau's doing blackface and how it's awful. But some of the sites, even more, they would rename blackface. So there is one where they called it brownface. Yeah. And then yeah. there's one called it like darkface or so, something like that. And then there, there's one where it's like, he, face darkening makeup well, yeah, he, or something yeah, like face, that. That was it. I was just about to say, like, he, he, Justin Trudeau admits to darkening his, using makeup to darken his face. Yeah. Like, that. like this weird, like, word salad to, like, yeah. the fact <laughs> that he did blackface, you know? Yeah, it's like, are you gonna fucking, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I was going well, yeah, that, 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 that goes back, that goes back to what I was saying, like, as much as I'd love to be like, and as much as my principals might say like it's dumb to like go after some somebody for something they did years ago, and like it's dumb to like call racism on something unnecessarily. But like the the if if the mainstream media is going to be standing up and avoiding saying it at all costs when they would say it about anybody else, then you know what? It's time to name them the blackfaces. Um, yeah, because it's pretty blatant at that point, right? Yeah. There's like, you can be on the edge, but if you if you're just if you're repping the gang of you know blackface wearing, uh, just yeah, to like, go down with no, the ship. Who is no that? Like he's, 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 he's like he's like painted black and wearing a turban. That's the best part. I think is the turban. Yeah. I think yeah. It's well, and crazy. you see all these like, and you see even these. You see pictures from his like while he was prime minister, and he's always putting on fucking costumes. Like mm. he's giving a speech to like uh, native Canadians or whatever, and he's got like a headdress on. He's giving a <laughs> speech to like Sikhs or whatever, and he's got like a turban on. Like the man is clearly a costume aficionado. <laughs> he loves all the looks, but he. Um, I, I remember seeing a photo of like of these 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 same photos and there's even one where um i don't he did like as you said uh the Sikh and the other one but there's one about like india and he was wearing like a full indian like yeah yeah like robe it's and he he still is like he immediately after that he he starts talking about he starts he says we're gonna ban all automatic i, I forgot the exact uh, de declaration Mil military but, style weapons military style so I don't know what that means because you could say any weapons military right. style besides you know hunting but like it's is that cover right like are conservatives not going to know about oh the complete ban on all assault weapons and just well, we guns did, in I general didn't even, I didn't even know Canadians were allowed guns as it stands that was kind of yeah I didn't I didn't think that either it's like holy shit! I think they're really tight. I think they're really, yeah. you know, tight with the regulation. Someone, but I didn't know either. Someone, I thought it was banned. 
Someone held an AR-15 to Justin Trudeau's head in 2001. Like, Do blacklist! Do it! So now, you should have went with that story, dude. Get now you know the. That's yeah. funny. That's great. Oh my god. Yeah, because I I thought it was like I I I didn't know either, but I thought it was like you could maybe have a. I don't because I always thought like. What is it now, though? Is it just like hunting rifles bef- before the ban? Because I, I, I'm pretty sure it was only restricted to it was restricted to only um, like hunting rifles and weapon weapons you'd be using not for potential killing people purposes. But the fact that they they s- still had military yeah, style really weapons get, until this year, 2019, yeah, really it's a bit crazy. I have no, I really have no idea. Um, I really thought that there wasn't like. Uh, semi-automatic rifles or whatever allowed. I thought those were already disallowed in Canada because, you know, people love to be like, there's no mass shootings in Canada. Um, <laughs> yeah, so for sure. I guess that argument really just went out the door. Oh, that's funny. Um, I don't know, maybe we'll, maybe we'll have Nate bag on sometime to enlighten us. <laughs> Yeah, I'm hyped for you know a bunch of guests. Yeah. Um, we gotta figure that out at some point. But I was thinking about um, yeah, what you said though, like, uh, is just the way. Is that cover for, like, our conservatives not gonna know about this massive? You know, it's not Second Amendment for them, but you know, Second Amendment rights right. for these certain weapons, like. Is it just gonna like? Oh, we're so we're so psyched about owning Trudeau for the blackface that we're gonna completely forget about our you know liberties being taken away. But just like, yeah, like, I, I think like, I think it's crazy. I don't, I don't know. know. Like, like I, I think, think it's hard to because I think I don't think there's any other country in the world uh, that sort of that thinks about their guns the way that Americans do, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Um, Except for completely broken countries, but yeah, I don't think right, that's yeah, right. no but laws, in terms anyways. Of, in terms of Western countries, like uh, America, guns are very much seen as this sort of like thing that like it separates us from government, right? Like, yeah. this, is, this is why, like, in the minds of many Americans, like this is why society functions. I can hold like this power in my hand, um, yeah. and it is my like God-given right to be able to purchase this and hold it. And I, I just, I don't think, <laughs> I mean, I can't speak to Canada, but I know in Australia, like we've had gun buybacks and things in the past. Um, yeah, for sure. And it's just, there are people, there are people who are angry about it, but like, it's not that sort of same sort of, I guess, divine right mindset. You know what I mean? So it's, yeah. as well as thinking like, well, a conservative is just gonna, you know, uh, let this slide by because they're so focused on the blackface. It's, it's sort of like, is it, well, would they even, like, would it, it, it probably wouldn't even be the same conversation at all as it would be um, in America, you know what I mean? And that's not, that's not me taking Canada's side. I think America has absolutely the right view um, on firearms. But, yeah, it, it, it's, it's hard to think about. Like, America just has such a different gun culture from so many other places in the world. Um, yeah, I just I just wonder how that it, plays. Because it really they're... does seem like a cover-up. Like, especially because, like, the narrative has always been, like, well, Canada doesn't have assault rifles and Canada doesn't have mass shootings. Like, 
and uh, Trudeau has touted that before. Like, so why would he suddenly imply that, like, uh-huh. yes, this is a thing that we need to deal with, unless he he had something to distract from? Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, that's a good that's a good theory. Um, there's oh fuck shit about the the fact that you know everyone all the europeans you know ideas are on like, guns have always been you know we should let the government have a stronger role i guess and you know because because typically all the western countries besides america have uh more uh social services and stuff like that right because they pay more in taxes so like the government's a bigger role in their life as a necessity but um when you, when you think about how their situation is, right? Because you said, you know, the Western, all their ideas on gun rights are so different from America. Like, as they get progressively worse due to a variety of uh, problems currently plaguing the European Union, um, just how how is that going to change, right? They yeah. feel the need for individual safety. Well, speaking of Europeans on guns, not to get back into the influences, but I, I see regularly on my feed, I don't even follow the guy, but I, I regularly see Peter McCormack tweeting about how people shouldn't be allowed to own guns and guns are bad. And then the other day he's tweeting, here are all the reasons that all drugs should be legal. Like, Peter McCormack doesn't want you to own an AR-15, but he would like your children to be able to buy fentanyl. That's Peter yeah. McCormack's view. <laughs> like, and he's always, he's also always been like, oh, I wish I could go to America. I wish I could live in America, which is such a... This isn't an attack... I mean, it is an attack on Peter McCormack, but a, a greater issue. These Europeans... It's why, like, people always say to me, like, Reptar, you're not even an American. Why are you always on the feed being all America? Fuck yeah. It's because all these fucking Europeans and even my fellow Australians sometimes are always bashing America on the mass shootings, on Donald Trump, on whatever. But at the same time, they know that America is the best. They all want to live here. You know what I mean? And Peter McCormack's always yeah. tweeting, I love America. I wish I could live in America. They like they, they know America is the best, but they also <laughs> insist on it changing to be more like their shithole yeah. countries. Um, and that's fucking gay. Unfollow yeah. Peter McCormack 2019. Cancel. <laughs> Cancel. Um, yeah. From yeah, that just, initially being like a, a an apology for bashing on him to we should have it as the title of the episode. <laughs> it, it's, it's so funny though because like he he, he, he I think after after the shooting in Texas and Ohio or whatever he was he was tweeting all all this anti-gun stuff and then you know obviously the maximalist crowd he's so desperate to impress uh are all mostly pro-gun the american ones anyway like you know yeah James for sure Lop, Bistine, Pierre, Oshard, they're all gun people they're all liber- american libertarian gun people and i, I don't want to spend too much time on this but no, no, uh, they're tweeting back at them like actually guns are based you idiot and then like a day like and this is just so peter mccormack for me a day later he's like you know, you know what? what? I'm, I'm changing, changing my views on guns. guns. I, I should do some podcast episodes on it. I'm gonna have, have some people on to talk about it. Like, like and he just immediately like 150 on, 180'd on it because of like what big Twitter people told him. And I just, I just, I just think that's so funny and so like 
So typical. So typical. Yeah, it's really just, I don't know. It's kind of gross. Um, is it to, as you were talking about uh, your fellow Australians, uh, I have a friend uh, who is Australian, and when we used to, you know, see each other for, you know, an extended period of time, mm-hmm. we would get onto the, like, politics and stuff, and we would always have these, like, big differences. Like, he was um, not a, not for guns at all. Like, he thinks he should, we should have a system similar to Australia. And then um, our thoughts on, we had a big one about uh, the thoughts on whether we should have, uh, when whether they should have uh, taken down and arrested, um, not arrested, but blackballed like eight chan and stuff for illegal, uh, really? not illegal posting, but just like graphic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, because like we're all about. Oh, I'm not all about because I don't live in America. I'm a citizen of the world, <laughs> and I have a passport to prove it. But um. Typical Americans, not including myself, because I'm not one. They, they, they're typically for freedom, and they're typically for freedom of speech, and the right to bear. But it just we we would always have these crazy differences, and he would always say to me, like, "You should see how it is in other countries. You should go to other countries to see how different it is, because we have uh, such a different uh, opinion on you as like." Uh, on like, like we should be having buybacks and stuff like that, but like, just I feel like for Americans, despite seeing the mass shootings, uh, like you know, they're just more due to the mental illness and stuff like that. But they they'd still rather keep their liberties in case it's like some you know, just in general, right? You want to protect yourselves against enemies, foreign and domestic, yeah, with all that, but. It's, it's it's crazy. Well, I I think I think a big part of it is like there's no no other country. I mean, other countries have constitutions, right? But like no other country yeah. really has like a constitution or a bill more, of rights. More specifically, yeah, I was about to say more specifically the Bill of Rights that is so sort of clearly laid out, and it's like these are the things you can do. Like a lot of Americans, I feel like. It's, and this goes way past the guns. Like, we can talk even about speech. Like, all, like, everyone, a lot of Americans take the First Amendment for granted. Like, Australia, the UK, more so the UK, and even, but even in, like, Australia, like, they can regulate speech as much as they want. You know what I mean? Like, there are speech laws in those countries. Um, yeah, for sure. Uh, and I think it's been, fortunately for Americans, um, the Bill of Rights is such an integral part of the country's history that many, most of the population has managed to hold that close and there's sort of no compromising on it. And even legally, there's no compromising on it because of what the uh, Bill of Rights is in terms of legislature. Um, but it's, it's like, you know, and I have this argument with other Australians when I talk to them. Because, like, so we used to have guns in Australia, and then we had this thing called the Port Arthur Massacre. I think it's still the biggest mass shooting ever, actually. It was in the 90s. I think it's still bigger than any... Actually, that one in Vegas might have beat it. Vegas is big, um, Before that, the biggest mass shooting, like, in the world, in history. And then we banned the guns. But 
even at that point, like it was, it was, it was really just like the people who owned guns in Australia. It was the farmers and like people who needed to like shoot dingoes when they were coming onto their territory who lived out. Like they, <laughs> there was never like a gun culture um, in Australia, and I don't think there ever was in the UK either. The crazy thing about the UK, not even the cops carry guns in the UK. I always think it's yeah. so funny, dude. Like I, I, I was watching. Uh, my my parents love uh, British cop shows, right? Um, <laughs> There's British cop shows out yeah, there, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up with that? Like Law and Order, but England. Um, and That's I, I'm watching weird. I'm watching one the other day, and this cop walks into a room that like the the bad guy is in, right? And yeah. the 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 bad guy runs from across the room with an axe and hits the cop in the head like with the axe kills the cops the cops don't there like they have them they have them like stored and it's a big like situation they've got to go deal with they'll go grab it but they don't have them on them regularly and then also in english cop shows you always have like 15 minute like running chasing scenes because the cops don't have guns and i always thought that's hilarious things are so different like you, you couldn't, you couldn't make this happen in a police show in America. <laughs> would just get shot. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it, I think it's such a different thing. And we're, we're, I guess we're getting off the, the Canada thing now. Um, That's all good. It's a good discussion. But, but yeah, it's, there's really, there's, the point is, the point I really want to make is there's, there's nowhere in the world like America. So Americans, be grateful. Europe may look like cool and like cultural and like intellectual, but it's not. It's gay. Take it from me, a cool intellectual foreigner. Foreign places are gay. And you shouldn't let <laughs> anybody except me in because only I'm the <laughs> only American loving foreigner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but Trudeau did blackface, and that's fine. Yeah. So, yeah. The the funny thing about Trudeau is just like so many people see him as like this girly, you know, girly leftist guy, and the girls all like him because he looks good and all this stuff. And he's always like, "Ooh, I'm surfing. Ooh, I'm experiencing different cultures and different uh, garments and all that." And you know, he's like a leftist girl dream boy. And then he, it comes out that he does blackface so many it times he can't rem- he can't count it. <laughs> he can't count it. Like, what the hell's going on with that? But it's that's just something that makes me laugh about the whole ordeal that's going on. Well, well, yeah, and it's, it's funny, funny, right? Because, like, it's, it's it sort of makes you think, because, like, you, you, you look at some of these people, people like, you don't even have to go as high as Trudeau. Like, you look at some of these people who are, like, online being big, woke, lefties, and, like, you sort of, like, <laughs> you think to yourself, like, there's no, there's no way that this person is like this all the time. You know what I mean? Like, their brain just can't, and, like, this is, like, vindication of that. Like, everyone, like, people are just people. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, for sure. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know if I put that, that into words so well, but, but it's, it's definitely funny and it's definitely eye-opening. And <laughs> after all, like, like, like I remember not even knowing who Justin Trudeau was. I remember a couple years ago the um the election where Justin Trudeau first became prime minister. 
I, I obviously yeah. I wasn't following Canadian politics. I had no idea what it was. Um, and the first time I ever heard Justin Trudeau's name was, uh, what's it called? Last, Last week, week tonight, tonight was John Oliver, you know, that British <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did a segment on the Canadian election, and my girlfriend at the time was a fan of the show, and he was just, yeah, Justin Trudeau, this guy is so great, Canadians, like, you need to go out and vote for him. so cool, like, like, and it wasn't even like, oh, he got these lefty positions, so, like, you should vote for him. It was really like, he's so cool, look at him, like, so like, and really, like, people say that, but he's not cool. He's really, like, he's like the Canadian Beto O'Rourke, right? Exactly, yeah, that's great point. He's trying to be cool, and, like, to the, the point, point where he's, he's just, just so not cool. Yeah, he's like, he's like super, super poser guy. Yeah. Who manages to look like he's chill all the time. It's just, it's just funny how like it's like an immediate switch. Because then your perception of him is so altered from being like this weird, like, ooh, I'm easy breezy poser, gonna get into the political stuff, right? But like, he he did like blackface so many so many times. It's just like, what's he actually like behind all like the campaign weird yeah, like propaganda pics? <laughs> I just want to like I don't get it. I don't get. Yeah, it's crazy, but it, it's it's like he's like a fake sociopath person. Like I don't. It's, it's well, just yeah, weird I mean, thinking I about think, what he could be like. All, like you got to think all politicians are sociopaths, pretty much, right? Like, yeah, they're all constantly that's true. thinking, what do I have to do to win? Um, and yeah. this is another example. Um, yeah. It's wild, though. Um, I, did, I, didn't, I, 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 I did not see this coming. Like, I never really, like, I always thought Trudeau was, like, phony and, like, putting on an act, but I did not think. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, and so many people think he's like God and Jesus, like who, whatever you think is valuable to this world, like crazy, like a prophet guy for the left, like wing. Right? It's just, yeah. what the hell is that? Like he did, he he ran it so good. The psyop is just complete. Well, for like, the left thing side. is right. Like, like I, I love, like, like I obviously people know, like I love being offensive. offensive. I like, like to ironically even be maybe maybe some, what some might uh, perceive as a little bit racist sometimes, but I I've never even considered putting on blackface. You know what I mean? Like it's never even yeah. like crossed my mind as like a good, a good bit or something. You know what I mean? Like, am, I, am I at a party? Oh yeah, you know what I should be doing? Wait, are you people have cameras? Okay, let me let me go into that. It's just like what? What are you doing? Like. People, People might say, well, well you know, he wasn't in politics, politics back then. He, like, he couldn't have, like, planned for this. But, yeah. like, his, <laughs> what is that? His, his, his father, uh, whose name I forget, but his father was, like, the most, is, like, one of the most well known Canadian prime ministers of all time. So, like, even though he wasn't always working in politics, he's always, like, been a part of the Surrounded. Yeah. Doing, doing shit, shit around cameras is going to be problematic. You know? like, what was he yeah. thinking? And it's I think so he just might be like a sociopath, dude. Makeup I think like so that's dark. what it's going to be. I know it's it's like it's like it's like you removed part of an image and it's just like black yeah. background behind it. He looks like a wow. lone character in a fighting game or something. Yeah, he looks like <laughs> that guy from uh, uh, what's his 
uh, DBZ. I don't know what it looks like. I haven't seen the oh, show because yeah, I, I don't know, watch I don't, anime. I know what you're talking about. But, yeah, yeah. I'm not but gay, like yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah. No anime whatsoever. I don't know what your thoughts are on anime, but I've I've staunchly against anime and hentai is Japanese propaganda. We bombed them twice in World War Two, and they're sending us sending us back to the Stone Age. Biggest psyop of all time, and you guys eat it up. You brag about it. You brag. And in return, Japan gave a bunch of American teenagers autism. And estrogen. Like, it's not good. You're just fat in your house, addicted to porn and fucking, like, underage fucking cartoon characters. Like, it's the perfect psyop. But the thing is, like, anime watchers are just so proud to be watching, right? Like, maybe yeah. that's part of the yeah, programming. Like, like, it's an accomplishment. Like, I see yeah. so much anime. Dude, I went to a solid university. I got a degree. Uh, I bought this really nice car afterwards hard uh I, I jerk my my little ding dong to fucking uh lolly hentai and cat girls like it's like i, I respect the cat girls bit but the, the rest of them <laughs> is cat it's not good yes everything else about anime it's not good. It's not good. That's my thoughts on anime. I think if we can combine our thoughts on anime to be anti-anime, we might lose ninety uh, percent of our base as it stands. Yeah, but I'm sure. I think a lot of our listeners proud. Watch anime. <laughs> no, it's no chance. It's less than like seventy-five percent. But oh my god, maybe we got some new Apple listeners because people look up Rage randomly on Apple Podcasts and, and look at us. <laughs> I need podcasts now. Very angry. You just type in rage and you look down six places on the like, you know, the auto load list and it's raging radio. You click it. You listen to some guys talk about these, you know, losers from this little niche community that try to fuck on other people and how the office is bad. And we get some viewers. I, we got to check the numbers on that. I'm not sure. Oh, no. If I, 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 I just checked the numbers. numbers. We, we actually got. got we got, got six million, million views. Um, and if anyone, anyone disputes that number, <laughs> you are anti-Semitic if you say Ravering got anything less than six gorillion views. You're an anti-Semite and you're going to jail. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Um, but uh, Trudeau, so like, we don't really know what Trudeau's like, right? So maybe if you want to, we can talk about someone else. Yeah. We didn't know. Speaking we thought we did. Speaking of people who like to pretend to be black, um, an issue near and dear to my heart. Um, <laughs> That's a great one. That's good stuff. 6 9 Takashi 6 9 Zoom Rapper, Scum Gang. Um, as recently, well, I guess not recently, he was arrested months ago. I'm not going to go into all of it. But, but like, like he had a, a number of offenses and he kept getting like parole and getting like off and then he got, he got arrested, arrested again, again a few months ago, ago. um and uh he, he was, fa he was facing i think 50 years in prison um and it's sort of been quiet for months and it's just recently come out but he's uh, naming names and he's struggling as a witness for the for the government basically he's testifying against people um 
and I, I, I like 6ix9ine's music. music. I, I think he has, has some bangers. bangers. Um, I, I think, think it's so yes, funny. Yes, I agree. Um, I think it's so funny, man. Like, I see, like, both people I know in real life and people on Twitter are like, White, white suburban, suburban people, people being like, like you, don't you don't snitch, snitch man. man. That's, That's a violation of the code. code. Like, what yeah, like, get the fuck off my timeline. Get out of here. You're talking about cracker? Like, you don't have code. You're white from the suburbs. Like, those are the hoodest of the hood. You want this 19 year old to be like making his life decisions based on what you've heard in like Tupac's songs. Fuck off. NWA. Oh shit, we got a fucking kowtow. Especially when you consider that one of the people he's apparently snitched on is Cardi B. Like, if Cardi B goes to jail, that is so based. Dude, it's so good. He should be the king of rap. Yeah, right. exactly. I don't, I don't know what anyone says. I would 100%. Like, I would say 60 years in prison. Yeah. Like, I, would I would totally start, start calling. Maybe, I, mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not like, like, close friends, but like, this is yeah, some yeah. band that he was like made a part of after he got famous. It's clearly criminal. Yeah. Yeah, I was reading about it. I was reading about it. They were abusing him. Both physically and like, you know, yeah, in the I, way that you can take advantage. I don't think he's like a great guy. guy. Like, this isn't me being like six nine. You didn't do nothing. Like, he didn't call like, yo, yo, you don't snitch. snitch. Listen, you're, you're not, not Ice Cube, cube okay? You're not Easy E. All right, stop faking it. All right, you know who you are. You know who I'm talking about. Stop. 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 Yeah. You, you would do, do the same thing 6 ix 9 is doing. Uh, yeah, exactly. Any of those people would be. Yeah. But, uh, like, like, why? Like, no matter, no matter what, what you said, I don't know, maybe, maybe I won't use the word talented, but he's clearly got something that he can, can make a career out of. Why Why? Why should he go to, why would it be honorable for him to go to prison for decades and throw that away? Like, so that some like drug dealers and gangbangers don't have to, you know what I mean? And he might yeah, and he's just too, man. I'm just saying, like, you're like getting twelve for one, yeah. Um, but um, back to I don't think you should back. Want, you should want criminals in prison. Like you should want more yeah. criminals in prison. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand that. Unless, yeah, there's, it's funny. Uh but like, just to go back on. Six nine for a little bit. Um, I I don't really remember any of the. I remember the, the being bangers, but it was like the song that was like, "Bitch, I'm." Is it silly or Billy? I'm not really sure. Billy. Billy. Uh, I'm, like a I, Bobby Schmurder reference. A no, it's not Bobby. Bitch, it's Billy Bitch. Uh, yeah. No, you're thinking, of, you're thinking of Bobby Bitch. Yeah. Bobby Bitch is a Bobby Schmurder song. By the way, Bobby. Bobby. Schmurder. Money's coming out 2020, right? Dude, I, I hope he comes. Come, yeah, yeah, he, he is, is coming out in 2020. I hope he's yeah. bangers. Is it January one? Dude, he's a fucking god. <laughs> it's gonna be so good. Imagine like, being the best rapper of all time and then going into prison and having nothing to do all day. You're gonna sharpen those bars, both figure, uh, figuratively and physically, because you need shanks. Yeah. But it's just like, excuse. But uh, back to your topic, though. I really, really want to go into Cardi B a little bit, if you don't mind. Go off. Like, 
she what does she add to like the whole space and she seems like astroturfed a teeny bit i'm not super sure but like so it starts out she was like a stripper in like new york and she was really poor and she had uh like a same slut like sister or something i forgot it was a sister like a cousin but they were both doing it and then she gets into it and she makes songs and they're not that great uh, i i wouldn't like completely I don't know. I, I, they're not that great, but like, and then it continues, and she gets awards for things, right? And then she, it comes out that after the entire Me Too movement, which was against sexual violence and you know, you know, all this rape and date rape, that she would brag about drugging men and then taking their money and stuff like that while they're unconscious and then getting absolutely no uh you know yeah, no blowback, blowback. and and like then like i'm pretty sure she the news dropped the bombshell because it's i don't know pretty crazy and then nothing happened to her and then she went on to win like an award like yeah, a month later or something she Barney went making videos with Barney ew dude Disgusting. And it's like, even if you're like some sort of like crazy lefty and like you're like, oh, well, actually taking stuff from men is based. Well, like, there's also old videos of her like bragging about like being mad at a boyfriend, offering her boyfriend a threesome, and then like secretly getting a tranny in the threesome and then telling a boyfriend after the fact that he had sex with a tranny, which. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure, sure the whole context, context of that has to be transphobic in one way or another. I don't, I don't know how well that works. Yeah. But, yeah, she is a rep, like, dude, anytime <laughs> I see a video of her on social media, I just get, like, irrationally angry. Like, I yeah, she's her. awful. She's just so obnoxious. And, like, and I think, like, yeah, you I, you know what, I am obviously no Barney fan, but... Bernie, I know you listen to this podcast. Come on, dude. You couldn't get a better celebrity than Cardi B. Like, yeah. I don't know if you've watched these videos, but like, if Cardi B like interviewing him, and she's like, so what is we gonna do about the people and the medicine? And then like, like Bernie's like, we have to. Cut, and he sort of goes into his economic jargon, and it's like, oh you people gosh. aren't even, like, having a conversation. Like, you people aren't talking on the same level here, like... Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's crazy. Yeah, no, and it's so funny, like, and that, that stuff you were talking about, about her drugging women, that came out, like, we're sort of past it now, but that came out so close to when the whole... It was men, I think. I think it was men. Yeah, yeah, drugging men, but it came yeah, so yeah. close to when the whole Me Too movement was going on. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And it, 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 she should have been canceled 100%, and she wasn't. Yeah, because we have such a strong culture of that going on at the world at the moment in this society we live in, and it's just like she didn't get a single bit of that. And that kind of like loops back to like the entire Trudeau thing, where like source that were breaking this news, which is like a complete crazy thing both for the party and for the country and for obviously Trudeau himself um, the the way they describe the black face as brown face or face yeah. darkening they like they actually said instead that like she just actually ooh I'm bragging about you know dragging people and going into their house and doing stuff and instead it's like 
Slay Queen. Slay Queen, and you you notice that I just feel like she's a complete plant because you you see her as like this last minute guest for shows or interviews, and then no one really likes. I don't know. I, I don't know people who like pop music like that uh, too much, but mm-hmm. it's like it's not a great. Like if you're looking for rap, there's a lot of good music by a lot of different people. Like she's not the only female rapper. Unless you consider her pop, and then I don't understand who watches it. But I feel like there's a massive pop angle to her, too, even though nothing about her screams popular culture, unless it's reflecting the true society that we live in, this culture. But, like, it's so, like, I don't even want to say degenerate because I don't want to sound like I'm some purist, you know, whatever. But, like, it's, it's, like, more nasty than it's ever been that I've seen in the industry. I don't think we've like she's pretty out oh, there, yeah. nasty, she's, she's, gross. She's really gross. Yeah. And she's like kid approved too. She's like, ooh, I'm doing a kids award. Awesome job. Like yeah. she's a That's fucking and then it, it makes me so sad that offset Migos is married to her because I like Migos. Listen, yeah. Quavo. I know Quavo from Migos listens to this podcast. Quavo, you gotta tell, <laughs> you gotta tell, you gotta tell your boy offset that, that Those things. Um, yep. And the rest of us have to walk on eggshells or get canceled. Yeah, you for know? sure. Um, I feel like I don't know if we're gonna do this episode. At some episode um, in the future, we should talk about uh, cancel culture a little bit more, like more in depth, because I feel like that'd be a really solid. For sure. Solid. Well, we, can, we can get into that. In the, uh, I guess we can get into that more when we, unless you want to do it now. We can talk about if we talk about SNL. Yeah, yeah, we can we can go into that now. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So, um, speaking of canceling, um, <laughs> the most of you probably saw it was all over Twitter um, last week. SNL announced their new cast members. Um, I don't know. I feel like no one really watches SNL anymore. It's just like a thing that people like pretend to give like- shit about online because like. People think they're like supposed to care about SNL, you know. But anyway, that's true. Every yeah. year they announce they they get new cast members or whatever. Um, this year there was uh, some like brown lady, some like gay Asian man, and then this guy Shane Gillis, our guy Shane Gillis, um, who's just sort of like a regular dude. Not that those other people aren't regular, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, so it was announced. announced. Wait, and, and like, if you're, you sort of got to look at it, like, if you're in comedy, like, like even though SNL isn't what it once was, like, getting to SNL is like, you made it, you know what I mean? Like, you've, if you're a stand up comic yeah. and you get on SNL, like, you're, you're the next level, you know what I mean? Like, that's the thing that Yeah, and like, four years ago, it's, it, that's what it was. Um, and it, it was like this massive thing, and now, like, yeah. it's basically like a laughing stock 
propaganda machine. So after he was announced as a new cast member, it came out that a few months ago on a podcast, um, he said, I, I'm not going to say the word, but the N-word for Asian people. Um, no, he said it was a Jewish C-word for well, Asian people. Well, so, see, there, there were two jokes, right? There were two jokes that were a big deal. So, uh, one of them, the first one that came out, actually, was he was talking about uh, different cities that have Chinatown and how uh-huh. all the um, all the Chinatowns always have shitty buildings. You know what I mean? And this is the shit. This is the dumb thing about the joke because he was actually being pro-Asian. He said his joke was like, "Yeah, you know, they had all these uh, years ago. They had all these shitty buildings, and they were just like, and the system was just like, yeah, let those ch words move into." Uh, these, these shitty buildings, buildings and that's how we got Chinatown. So really, he's actually almost being anti-racist. He was mocking a racist system. Um, so that, that was the first that's one. That's true. And then it also <laughs> you cleared his name, man. You gotta get on the case. It also came out that he had called Andrew Yang, uh, President for candidate Andrew Yang, um, uh, Jewish C-H-word, because he, you know, he's, Andrew Yang's all about money, he's always talking up the thousand dollars in money, and he's also Those Yang bucks. Um, yeah. But, so he's since been fired from the show, uh, Blue Check on Twitter, journalists and shitty comedians have been very upset about it. And so, you know, we talked about Chappelle on the last episode, and it, you see this every time there's one of these controversies. In comedy, you see these shitty, like, woke comedians who don't really have any fans. They just got blue checks on Twitter and a lot of followers who are obviously so mad that they don't, they're not going on SNL or they don't have a Netflix special that, like, instead of just, like, being funny, they make their profile out of, like, tearing down um, yeah. other comedians. And I just think it's shitty, you know what I mean? Because I think. Like, like, in the long run, we're going to see this effect of a lot of people, a lot of funny people choosing not to be funny because they're worried about what's going to happen, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you see it already with the deplatforming on Twitter. Yeah. But. And, I mean, I, like, you know, it goes to cancel culture, which is just, it's such a, like, such an awful fucking thing, man, like, just in like last year or so, we've seen so many people live over like menial bullshit. But how do we get back from that? You know what I mean? Because like even people, at this point, even people like me, it's kind of like what I was just saying about Trudeau. Like I'm anti-cancel culture, right? I don't want people to get canceled. But if it comes out that someone who's been trying to fucking cancel people, yeah. It has, it has done, done something, something cancelable. You, you, like, you, you bet, bet your fucking ass, ass I'm gonna be fucking <laughs> screaming that from the rooftops, you know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's yeah. a sort of tit for tat thing that started that I think it's hard to come back from, you know? Yeah, that's true. Um, one thought I had was, um, the cancel culture thing. Um, you, you talked about how there's all these other communities that kind of make their, their, bang for their buck off um you know ripping on other people and how 
mostly astroturfed or plants. I think they they most of them probably are plants or just you know propped up. I I would I would say, but like there's a there's I think a problem that more right wing people on the internet or just people in general who speak English and say some things sometimes, um, and them getting deplatformed. Um, I think shit. Um, <laughs> forgetting my point. What was I talking about? Um, you were talking about cancel culture, people on the internet. Um, I'm just marking down where this is so we can cut out this. Uh-huh. But you're talking about uh, cancel culture, uh, astroturf. Oh yeah. So so the the thing is like they have so many followers, right? And they're most likely plants. But the thing is, they're still like they're still just possibly based off of. Um, they're supported by actual people, and that, that's one thing. Like I was saying, um, with the more right-wing, uh, just human beings who say things on the internet, and I, there's a lot of leftists too who have this same cancel issue. It's not just straight uh, Republicans, but um, it's just there's so many people out there who just consume stuff that's awful, like literally who watch Trevor Noah. And the the white guy with the hair—I don't know what his name is—but I, I always forget him. Uh, yeah, Stephen Colbert for one, for sure. But there's always this other guy. He's got like gray hair. Um, John Stewart. No, it's John Stewart. He's like a nobody. He's like a level below Trevor Noah. Huh. It's like Drew or something like that, or something like that. But it literally—it's anyway, it's the yeah. exact same content, but just rebranded with a different face. But it's. It's like imagine just going through that every day as your energy, your one respite from the day of hard work, your nine to five, right? You come home and you watch just, ooh, Trump Bowers, man, bad for 17 minutes. And then next up, it's, you know, it's the same stuff every single time. Yeah, just, dude, you, how does that affect point. your like, brain? It's, it's so, like, I'm always so shocked. shocked. Like, and it goes particularly actually to these, like, Especially with, like, you know, the late night shows, like, whether it's Trevor Noah or, like, Stephen Colbert or, like, Jimmy Kimmel, like, who is watching this stuff? Like, who is thinking it's, it's funny? Cause, like, even from a totally, like, non-political standpoint, like, it's, it's not particularly funny, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, 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 for sure. left-leaning stuff that I can laugh at that I'm like, okay, that's, like, objectively funny, but, like, the shit is just so, like, milk toast ridiculous and i just can't imagine like being someone who's like okay it's time to sit down and like consume this you know what i mean like take this yeah yeah for sure like stephen colbert being like pearson old blump yeah like who like for sure i just i can't even imagine being in that mindset where that's like cool you know what i mean it's like an npc shit yeah yeah no it really is like an npc like you have no internal dialogue you're just like open my mouth and talk bad about plump like they said on the external stimulus and like throwing it back out Newton's second law. and then like imagine being one of the writers or one of these blue chicks on twitter oh my god you know, you've gone Living to, uh, like you've gone to like, let's say, like journalism school, or like, uh-huh. or like you got a degree in screenwriting or something. And you spent like a minimum, minimum one hundred fifty thousand dollars for a bachelor's degree. If you're a journalist, probably also in that like 
is like that doubled for a master's degree. And yeah. you just, you, you spend all day looking for maybe racist things that people have, people more successful than you have said before so that you can ruin their careers. Like, imagine that being, you know, it's like that. Actually, I guess what it sort of goes back to is, you know, you've seen the, have you seen the, have you seen the when Sam Hyde was interviewed by Joe, Joe Bernstein from Twitter? Oh, yeah. Was it a Skype video? Yeah, 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 and he's like, Joe Bernstein is a BuzzFeed journalist, and Sam Hyde says, like, you went to school for six years, and you're going to blog and tweet until you die, and nobody's going to care. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I saw that. That's really what it is. Like, there's these people who... They just, and, they and they have, have a crazy sense, sense of self-importance, you know what I mean? Even, Even the ones who are writing for, like, BuzzFeed or Kotaku or these shitty, like, exactly. media websites, they're like, we, we speak truth to power, and, like, we're, we're like, last offense, and, and it's just so cringe, and I can't imagine, like, actually thinking like that, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's, like... It's kind of like back uh, the last episode we did when we talked about how influencers tweet a lot and they have this exact same like self-belief of self-importance right. and value. But like, if you take politics as is right now, things are pretty bad. Things are pretty divisive regardless. But if you if you think about like how little it would change if we didn't have all these milk toast grifter comedian slash propaganda spewers... Like nothing would really change, but it would get. I feel like it would soften up the scene, right, a little bit, because then maybe like humans are gonna start talking to each other mm-hmm. instead of just basically NPCs on both sides. Because before it used to be, you know, fake people in the audience on both. Sides. Now it's just the fake people are the audience. Yeah. Like, like in so a way, it's, it's almost like you. I almost, and this is probably me, sort of like this is probably sort of a cope, but I almost feel in a way. Um, but if you look at culture historically in the way that sort of the pendulum swings one way and one generation is doing something and it swings like back the other because everyone wants to rebel against their parents, like the way yeah. everything has become so like monitored and unfunny and you can't say anything, like in a decade or so, like when the younger Zoomers are coming up, like we're probably going to see some hilarious edgy shit as like sort of a reactionary response to all Dude, that's going to be so fucking sick. It's going to be so fucking sick. Yeah, for sure. It's only on the internet right now. Yeah. But like, eventually, like, it's going to permeate, you know? Um, when we're all, you know, fully grown. The Zoomer armies and the Alpha armies. The, the generation below us. So that's one good thing to take away from it, I guess. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, cancel culture, it's, it's cringe. cringe. Like, it, it's... it's I guess, I guess it becomes hard not, not to partake, like, one way or the other, right? Like, yeah. Um, it's on both sides, pretty much, everywhere. Yeah. It's just... Uh-huh. I mean, like, I can't, I can't imagine getting... getting, getting like, for the crypto people out there, it's, it's, it's like if you were, you know, trading hard every day, and then one day, J.P. Morgan comes to you, and says... <laughs> We want you to like work out Bitcoin desk, and you're gonna be our Bitcoin trader. You made it, right? If you're a trader, that's the place to be. Um, and then someone someone digs up a tweet where you call someone else on crypto Twitter gay or something. 
um, and, and suddenly, suddenly you lose that job. job. And the, the other thing, thing it's sort of another thing, thing. it's not, not even Shane Gillis, when he used those words, it wasn't even, it wasn't a, a joke that he wrote down and told in a stand-up set. Both, Both times, times it was on podcast. He was sitting down, yeah, yeah. having a conversation with people, you know, and it just sort of came yeah. out in the flow of the conversation. Yeah, because we had stuff kind of come out, not not anything like that for sure, but not like, yet. You know, it's just yeah, not yet. But it's just like we're when you when we're having a conversation. It, typically, I mean, I'm sure there's some people who do podcasts like they do presentations, but like. With what me and Reps are doing, I'm sure what most people do, you know, it was similar on Crypto Street when I was on there. Shout out Crypto Street Podcast. But um it's like super conversational and you're you're just talking to these people and it happens to be recorded for other people to listen in on. So right. it's, it's really like a conversation. Especially and if you're more inclined, sure. If it's if it's a conversational podcast and it's also like, like a comedian podcast and it's about being funny you're sort of going to be saying everything that comes to mind right the idea is yeah. firing off funny things that you think of um, yeah yeah it's, it's like a wit wit fest i don't, <laughs> I don't get why they, and, yeah, they run that back so, well, and i think it's, i think it's jealousy honestly i think yeah maybe a lot, and that, not even just with the snl thing you know look at look at sam Hyde. you know what i mean yeah. Buzz, there's definitely BuzzFeed writers thinking, why don't I have a show on um, Adult Swim? I could be so funny. And then, so according to and according to Sam, um, other people at SNL, Brett Gelman and um, Tim Heidecker, were obviously mad that Sam Hyde was sort of doing the sort of um, absurdist. Adult swim humor that you could almost say Tim and Eric sort of invented, but he was doing it better, you know, and sort of like for relating more to sort of a new generation. So I think a lot of it is jealousy a lot of the time. Um, I, I said this before, I don't think, in terms of the journalists, I don't think good people become journalists. And that, that probably sounds awful, but like, I don't know why anyone would want to become a professional tattletale. Like, if you're a journalist, your job is to lie to people and to get them to trust you and think you give a shit about their story or whatever so that you have something to publish. Um, even if you're a great journalist, good at your job, unbiased, that's, that's still the essence of what you're doing. Um, Yo, can I get paid a snitch? Just set me up. You know, it's like, what, what are you doing? Like I, 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 you know, I respect like journal journalists who do like corporate corruption and stuff like that, and I, I, it's a good meme. I know it's definitely on certain parts of Twitter that it's good, good journalists. I think some people will just become journalists because they want to write about stuff and just, like get into that. So I wouldn't say it's everyone, but anyone who yeah, sticks right. with I'm being just, a journalist, so anyone who I'm sticks so with though. being, I'm being unfair. yeah, it's all good. But it, it's it's really. It's whoever, it's whoever stays a journalist. If you become, if you become a journalist and you leave, then you're set, right? Because you realize, that, you know, holy shit, this is what I'm doing every single day for little pay, and it's depending on how many like stores I can put out, how many like snitch stories I can put out. But it's just like if you if you stick with that as like a long lifetime long career, like yeah, uh, well, and I think almost what are you doing? The, the other way of that is true too. 
um, you'll see journalists who are good journalists, uh, they, a lot of the time they didn't start out as journalists, right? They were working in some industry, yeah. doing some job, and they went into journalism. My real issue is these people who were, you know, gay, teenagers, usually female, and they're like, I'm such a great writer, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna write the next Watergate story after I do yeah, yeah, yeah. six sure. years of journalism school, and I'm gonna own <laughs> lump, and I'm gonna speak, I hate, I hate, hate, hate the phrase, and I, and I don't even know why, but it's like the phrase, phrase speak truth to power, power is such a oh my God. gay meme. Shut up. If you've ever said that, you're going to jail. If you've ever said speak truth to power, guess what? Truth is, you're going to jail. Um, it's just, I don't know, man. Maybe it's just because I'm older, but I remember a time when the world wasn't like this. Like pre-2016, things weren't this crazy, you know what I mean? The simulation broke. Yeah, it's really fucking strange. I'm not saying like Trump is a godsend. I know some people die. I'm sure you probably might, but like oh, a I lot of people know, refer to Trump as a godsend. I don't even you know like him that much for a lot of the stuff he has or hasn't done. Mostly hasn't done, um, and like he just completely shattered so many psyches when he yeah. broke because he was like both a billionaire. And showy and fi- like cheesy fake, if you want to call it like sure. gaudy. But he's also like, you know, racist and you know, grab grab right with the pussy and all that stuff. So it's just like, you literally see people who have like mental illness because of Trump. Well, you know, it's like called like I, I forgot what it's called, but it's it's something Trump Trumpism, yeah. and it's like, holy fuck. That, like these NPCs are reeking. They're fucking sh- short circuiting because Orange Man Bad got into power. Yeah, and we, we, we touched on this on the last episode, episode and I think it's also a part of why the internet is breaking, like we said in the last episode. I think this was Trump himself, which is like people saw, you know, this sort of Trump movement grow out of just like anonymous people making ridiculous jokes on the internet you know what i mean and suddenly that's going to be shut down i think that's a big part of what's happening to sort of comedy and why cancel culture has become such a big thing because if something you can't let anything too dangerous become part of the discourse anymore you know what i mean because look at what happened in 2015 um um you know, and speaking of cringe, um, are you done on that? Oh, I just said, um, I just had uh, two last things Go. as well. What was the previous topic that we were just on? We were just talking about cancel culture and then Trump making people crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so the. The Carson Report, I don't know if it's the Carson Report or the Card, Carter Report or something, but there's. A like in a really big channel, I think it might be Carson, but it's just this guy. His, the profile is just this guy sitting at his desk with his like this weird like kind of trying to seduce you smile and oh, his I hands think are I know folded. Who you're talking about. Is and he <clears throat> followed by Obama, blocked by Trump, right? M- maybe, yeah, I, but I think I know who you're he. 
but he posts every single Trump related thing. Like Trump could, you know, turn his ankle weird in the morning and he would write about it. And if it was trending, he's immediately inside of those trending. Like, you know, if you click on a topic and you see trending and then you click over to last and, you know, the rest of the stuff, he's always there. And it's like, is that grift or is that just weird? I'm obsessive and I have mental illness and I have to support just cancel culture stuff I, I don't really get it i'm sure he's building a big career out of it but it's just it's so gross. funny like reading through the replies to trump's tweets it's just all these people like you're Dude, a so dummy broken. poopy head idiot fucking moron yeah. there's a lot of cringe he's not gonna read it. <laughs> yeah 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 or he's gonna laugh at it like oh my god these people are actually because he literally broke them but yeah. like back on like the the oh man I'm off my ass right now. Um, <laughs> the it's just is that really what you spend? That's your like identity. People think of you and think of like, I'm 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 an NPC bot spilling the same shit as every other source. And it's just that's your brand, dude. Canceling, owning them. It's like the it's like the inverse. It's like the lib version of facts and logic, right? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Ben Shapiro. Yeah. And I think to some extent, you know, I think it is. I think it is grifting. You know what I mean? Like I think there are uh, people on the left, like that guy you're talking about, or like uh, you know the Krasenstein brothers, those like twins or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. There's no way they're actually that worked up. You know what I mean? Like, I think they know yeah. what they're doing and they're preying on like. But but in the replies, for sure. Yeah, for sure. So I, yeah, but you do see it though in the replies because those are most yeah. likely real people oh, or at least yeah. a certain percentage of them is real people yeah. Yeah, but sure. it's still like real people it's crazy but um this is the final point before we move on to future topics i would say out of all the, i don't know if i went over toasted but um out of all the leftist kind of people, like the politicians, uh, they're supposed to be comedians or show hosts, but they're, they're typically just you know political puppets to spill the same gar- jargon. Because you know you saw people like 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 take Jimmy Kimmel, right? If you watch his show for five minutes, you're gonna want to puke. But he used to be okay funny. He wasn't like crazy funny. Yeah, he used but he used to he used to be funny. And like now he's literally just like he's better than Jimmy Fallon, Colbert, Trevor Noah, but it's it's so gross. Well, yeah, at least yeah, Jimmy Fallon's good. But I think the best person, uh, not the best person, but an okay person, like you mentioned earlier, like John Oliver is pretty cringe when he goes into that. I feel like because because most of the time he's he's doing like helpful stuff and there's jokes in between about different things but sometimes he goes political and goes off trump mode for an episode or two he invented like, the term drunk he started drunk oh yeah like like i don't watch him really but like 
what I've seen episodes or people have had it on, like he's not that bad when there's he's talking about some topic. But as soon as he gets like political, he he like flips onto that mode. So I'm like, I'm wondering if they're getting paid to broadcast this, this, this political, 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 and if they get paid to well, do that. Was, um... In the when WikiLeaks dropped all those Hillary emails back in 2016, there was one email from like a staffer, basically saying, "Oh, yep, I've got Colbert, and he's gonna talk about this, this, and this." So that sort of suggests that, yeah. Now I guess I've heard friends of mine on the left that said, "Oh no, that's just some staffer being too big for their britches, trying to like big note themselves to their boss or whoever, which I guess is possible too, but it's definitely, you know, there's definitely, definitely a chance of being pressured by interests, you know what I mean? Because it can't just be that that's what's popular, you know what I mean? If that was what was, is popular and in demand, then Trump wouldn't be president, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, man, it's weird. We live in a weird from... Some, Some Scandinavian country, country um, on a zero emissions boat, and she's come, come to, she, she spoke at the UN, I think, and she spoke at Congress, um, and she, to talk about climate change, to say, this is what we need to do, um, we need to stop using emissions, we need to cut fossil fuels, we need this regulation and that regulation. And, and to me, it's, it's just, it's, it's odd because it's like, let's say, even if you're a, a big climate doomsday person, right? Even if you're yeah. one of these people who thinks, you know, we have 10 years to stop this or the world's going to fucking explode. Why do you want a 16-year-old with Asperger's dictating your policy? Like, why do you want that? And I don't mean to say that, like, having Asperger's is bad, but... Surely there's someone with a little more, like, credit or a little more, like, authority to speak on things than a, than a child. Like, you're almost vindicating everything that your opponents are saying about you, and you're like, well, here's this autistic teenager to tell you what's what, you know? Yeah, for sure. I got a lot of points off that. Um, I just, first of all, I feel like she's just, like, a massive plant in the industry. I don't know if it, it's funny that I can even say industry, because I... I'm really for making sure we're not completely just pumping shit into the fucking atmosphere. But that's mostly that's mostly a problem that maybe needs to be solved with a couple carpets. It's just like mostly China and like India and stuff like that because that's where all the industry is. But, um, <laughs> but like it's 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 so fucking weird. Like I, I, I used to believe like completely in everything about climate change and you know, I'm still for making sure everything goes good. But the fact that there's like, there's a literally an industry around it and it's just, it, it's so fake from the outside and like you just, I think if you're for it, you just have to look at that for a little bit cause it's, it's insane. And I feel like, like you said, uh, along with the plant stuff, like it's like, it's like save our child because you're you're presenting a child, right? Mm -hmm. So what message are you trying to send by sending a child? Because if everything is planned, you're trying to send a message of, "I'm so helpless. You caused pain to me. You must help and solve and feel guilty and feel mad that someone's hurting," right? But it's like, you know, like the save our children things for restrict 
generate that argument. Yeah. It's the exact same thing, but just applied to climate change instead of guns, which is funny when you start drawing those lines. But like, I've actually second thought all the climate stuff multiple times, and I've looked at other sources, and I think it's still bad. I feel like there's stuff still going on, mm-hmm. but it's not like we're going to end in 2021 or whatever they're whatever they're promoting. I think it's 2021 and then 2028 and mm-hmm. based off different 2020, 2030, depending on different yeah. perspectives and more extremist uh, industry perspectives. But that's crazy. And then I think she's either a plant completely and she's just some weird uh, autistic tool. Nothing against autistic people though. Um, but like, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. But like, I feel like it's either that, that she's just some asset that, you know, the powers that be have in their possession that they're choosing to use for this. But it's also maybe it's they're just a normal family with an autistic child and they're they're trying to raise like support and make her famous. So she'll be she'll bring in money for them. And overall, it'll just be easier to raise her because she'll have managers and stuff. Right. So I'm wondering if it's just like some sob story about, you know, very autistic child versus some weird triple A plan. Even though it is triple A, there's no, there's no shot it's not. Maybe it is, but I don't know what individual has enough money to run entire campaigns around climate. Right. I, I don't know, but it's, it's it's bad vibes, bad vibes all around on that. Yeah, what it's really made me think about, right? And like you were saying, you know, you have problems with some of the agenda, but as much as you still think it, uh, the environment is an issue, and I feel the same. I think it's weird the way that sort of um, in, environmentalism, or rather climate change, has become the entirety of environmentalism, right? Uh, there's no, for example, I, I don't want noxious fumes being pumped into the air. I don't want water being polluted. I, I want to live on a clean earth. I want to breathe good air. You know, but at the same time, I don't necessarily buy a lot of the climate science. Um, and it seems like it's impossible to have that view nowadays. It seems that you either are 100% on board with the ice caps are melting and we're all gonna drown to death. Or you're okay with large corporations polluting rivers and polluting the air. You know what I mean? When they they shouldn't be really mutually exclusive like that because even if climate change isn't happening, um, poison air is still a problem, right? Uh, bad yeah, exactly. Is, it, it, it's, it's still a problem. It's always been a problem. Um, For sure. If you look at rain acidity, like there's there's whole things about how the rain is becoming more and more acidic over time, right, and yeah. it's like actually changing biologies. And, and that's always been it's weird to me in terms of the politics of it, the way that um, the right wing has sort of entirely seeded environmentalism to the left. You know what I mean? Like that's the left thing now, which I don't think it should be. Um, I think. Wanting to maintain nature is a very conservative ideal, but to to keep on Greta, um, this this little girl, I think it's it's absolutely one hundred percent an off a plant. I don't know where it's coming from. I feel really bad for this little girl. She's obviously yeah, I do too. She's obviously had, and this isn't to patronize her, but she's obviously been told by whether it's teachers or her parents. 
um, that, you, you know, know, the world is ending and you've got to do this. And her parents are probably making bank off of all this. Yeah, for sure. She, she, I, mean, I don't know if she's on Twitter, but I'm sure she'd have it's thousands. Just, it's, just, it's just a shame, man. And you see it, you see it everywhere. You see it at, at all climate march, even, even before this girl was a thing. At all climate protests, you see these, these people out there with their... Kids and like, well, what about my kids? My kids gonna die. Like, I just, I can't. Like, why are you telling your child this? Why are you telling your child like these people are out here to kill you? You know what I mean? Why are you letting your child live in that mindset? And it was the same thing when, when the sort of um, when when the hysteria was at an all-time high after Trump was first elected. Like, I just. These parents, parents telling their kids, like, yeah, Trump hates you, and he, he wants to kill, kill you, and, like, kick you out. Why yeah. are you doing this to your kids? And, you know, I live in, I lived in Boston, I lived in Boston, and a lot of, there's a lot, often a lot of, uh, protests and marches going on there, when the women's march happened with the pussy ass and stuff. Oh, yeah, that's good stuff. So many... Affluent white women, the real enemy of the people out there with yeah. their daughters and their sons, toddlers having these kids like hold signs, like I respect, like women are under attack. Well, like your kid doesn't know what that's all about, you know what I mean? Whether you're right or wrong, this whole use of children as political tools is very strange. But I guess it's sort of always going on, right? I guess to some extent, at least in terms of talking, like. What, what about, about the children, children has always sort of been an argument. But this yeah, thing exactly. of actually having them out there on the front lines, it's, mm-hmm. it's totally ridiculous. It's totally ridiculous. Yeah. Why, why do you want that? Again, why Why don't you want a, like a, a, cli- a scientist, like a, what, a meteorologist, going before Congress and talking about climate change. Why this 16-year-old autistic girl? You know what I mean? Yeah. I also, I don't understand how they picked her. You know what I mean? I don't, I haven't heard anything about her. What did she do? How'd she come up? Yeah, yeah, I have no idea. The first, the first thing I heard about her, she was going to come over on this boat and talk at the United Nations about climate change. I have no idea how she got the invite to the United Nations, or whatever, which makes it so suspect, you know. Yeah. Yo, 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 we're going to invite a bunch of autistic girls to speak at our United Nations meeting. And then she was the lucky winner. It's, it's so weird. And, like, exactly kind of what you were saying with, like, the Save Our Kids stuff, it's, it's exactly that. Like, she is a physical manifestation of Save Our Kids. And it's like... It's just like it's so messed up because like you're gonna like she's never spend gonna have a, all your time. I'm sure she's yeah, having a great time now, right? I'm sure she's having a yeah. great time. She's enjoying what she's doing, but she's never gonna have a normal life now, right? Like yeah, that girl. She's never. She's never again. Yeah. She's just gonna be. And I think I actually I, she was on my boomer mother. Had NPR on the other day, um, and Greta was being interviewed on NPR, 
and she's, and she's taking two years off of school or something to do this. And like, this is going to have long-lasting effects like on her life, you know what I mean? She's always yeah. going to be that person. She's never just going to be some Dutch girl again, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, and like she's... She was autistic, right? So, like, having, like, the massive social thing without, you know, completely knowing how to, like, manage it, right, is, like, pretty messed up. And then, like, is she gonna, like, everyone's, like, so proud of her because she she kind of says it all. Like, the world is actually going to die tomorrow and she's going to die and somebody needs to pick her up and bring her back from the cliff of the world ending. But, like, it's... It's so messed up. It's like puppetry, but instead of like actual, you know, political puppets, it's actually using kids now as like diversions, like body shields, pretty much. Right? It's like big body shielding. Yeah, yeah. I, think I think it's it's, it's, it's just the thing, man. man. It's, it's, it's it's sort of the yeah. culmination of everything. Like I guess I used, I used to see it in Boston. Boston. And I, like, I'll, I'll never forget just like walking down the street and seeing. seeing women with their sons holding these signs like like say things about rape or like their toddler sons holding signs about rape you know what i mean yeah and then like posting on facebook it's like so epic where do we what timeline have we crossed over into you know what i mean you know and these same these same people will say oh Kids are on too many screens nowadays. They don't go outside and play anymore. Well, how about you stop telling them that it's their responsibility to fight the weather and rape, and maybe they'll have some time to play outside. And guns. And abortion. Yeah. It's like, what the hell is going on? But, yeah. I don't know if you... I don't know if you touched on it, but... um. I, you know, I, as we said, I'm for it. I'm for not putting chemicals into our environment, but I'm not completely for the super extremist world ending in a year um, belief on it. Like, when you think about all the chemicals, right? And, like, you got atrazine in the water. Shout out Alex Jones. Frogs returning gay. Um, and they actually are. That, that's, they actually are. And they're actually becoming, like, transgender due to the and also gay due to the chemicals in the water and there's like proven through like intensive studies that they did on the pesticides um it's 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 crazy and then you think about like china and india and all these countries these like major major um sort of closer to developing um countries they're just pumping out you know fumes and just heavy Mm -hmm. billowing smoke that hits our ozone every day like what is that like what are the effects of that going to be we've never had that before you know, on the planet that I know of, maybe we did thousands of years ago before the apocalypse happened. But like, yeah. it's it's crazy. And then the the funny thing is, like, when you look on the flip of it, which is my original point, the that I hadn't haven't made yet. Um, but like, the right wing is like completely anti. Not just like, oh, this is bad science. They're pushing it to be extremists so they can get support from voters, right? Because the presidential elections coming up, they're going to have someone talking about, oh, the environment's bad, so did Trump be like, ooh, I'm eating my burger, right? So there's like that whole thing. But like they don't even go like that. They go, 
one step further and they say there's no climate anything chemicals are good the free market is important i like no regulation we should send our money overseas that's what blows my mind a little bit like it's nothing at all is bad in the world with our environment so much is bad with everything else you make a case about everything else being so bad but then you fail to actually say that maybe the overproduction and over industrialization of everything is killing the population that it's trying to serve right i don't know yeah well you know the the industrial revolution and its consequences have been a disaster for the human race. Yeah, for sure. But, but no, no, yeah, I think totally, totally to, to, to touch on something, like you brought up China. China. It's, it's why, why, that's why I think, sort of, sort of why I don't buy a lot of the climate stuff. stuff. People are legitimately worried about, you know, climate change or whatever. They'd be a lot more focused on India and China. Um, exactly. And not so much America. You know, we could all go vegan and all start driving Teslas tomorrow, and it wouldn't matter a shit in terms of. Um, yeah, exactly. Cows, yeah. And the cow yeah. shit is the exact same story. Um, like, cows isn't that bad. And the fact, like, you're flipping shit. But, yeah, yeah keep, keep going. I think, you know, so you can look at it two ways. Best case scenario, it's all just sort of mindless virtue signaling by people who want attention. And then, worst case, worst case scenario, it's a, an active agenda to sort of start to control the U.S., through yeah. sort of global regulation and take away economic sovereignty in the name of climate change while not actually really doing anything about it because China and India mm-hmm. are still doing whatever they want. Um, and then what was the thing you said after the China-India stuff? Um, I said we need to focus on China and India and then I'm not sure. The, the frogs? The frogs? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you said, yeah, yeah no, you, uh, oh, I remember now. You were talking about how, sort of, I agree that it's become this crazy thing where um, climate change has become, and it goes back to what I was saying earlier, where climate change has become the entirety of environmentalism, right? And uh, Republicans are so, or Republicans or people on the right or whatever are so fed up with um, this carry on about the world's going to end in 10 years that. Then they won't mm-hmm. listen to other environmental issues. You know what I mean? If you bring up yep, because they're all hoaxes. We're, we're pumping chemicals into the water, and this is bad. Um, then they just assume that you're about to go into a, the ice caps are melting rant or whatever. You know? yeah, yeah, for sure. So, like you said, it becomes oh, well, actually, chemicals are good and don't interfere with big businesses. And Amazon has my best interest at heart. They wouldn't. Run, yeah. You know. um, so gross. Yeah. It's it's a shame. It is, and I might go off here for a second, but like exactly what you're saying with um, the fear of, you know, school shootings if you're a kid and the the fear of, you know, the economy and the fear of uh, no abortions and the fear of, you know, all these things that they're kind of internalizing. It's the exact same thing. I I just feel, I feel like for climate and I feel like they're just trying to, condition the society into fear hate of opposition we need to solve it now life-threatening we need action and i feel like that entire fear system propaganda the conditioning fear conditioning they're they're trying to just win elections because 
if Trump comes up and he doesn't say anything about the climate, and even Republican voters care, right? I think most Republican voters who aren't new con, you know, shills, they're they want to, you know, live in a place where there's not chemicals that you're breathing in and eating and drinking every day, right? So th they might win more voters because they're making such a fuss about how the world's ending in a year, and the only way we can save it is by paying fifty dollars more on our meat packages, right? So I feel like the fear conditioning, the fear system is just a uh, weak attempt at trying to win, <laughs> kind of sweep back uh, a population of constituents that don't really respect you or your party or, or the way you go about things at all, though. Right. So. It's like their last hope because they're not going to win on anything else besides maybe like gun rights. So it's, it's looking tough. Libs black pilled again. Yeah. It is. Yeah, I think that's part of the that's part of the like neocon the push because the free market thing. Ooh, we need to protect. Yeah, right. Not that I'm against free markets. Yep. Uh, competitors are going to lead to faster production of smoke and smokes. Smoke and fumes are actually good for the environment. It strengthens our ozone. And the world didn't exist before the Industrial Revolution. So that's what they're teaching in the books, I think, these days. Basically, um, people, Ted, Ted Kaczynski was right about everything, except the violence. I disavow the violence. But the Industrial Revolution and its consequences have been a disaster for the human race. 100%. Yeah. Anyway, disavow that last remark real quick. That was a joke. Disavow the Unabomber, Unabomber take Kaczynski. Bad. <laughs> um, you have anything else on that stuff? No, that was pretty good. I think we got through a lot. Okay. Um, do you want to do PewDiePie? Let's do PewDiePie. So, it has been a hectic week for uh, the Zoomers, the nine-year-old army, the PewDiePie <laughs> Um, brofists. The brofists army. Nostalgia. Uh, oh, so, a lot of people know, and I'm sure most of you know, PewDiePie is the number one most subscribed person on YouTube, or I guess now he's the number one most subscribed individual content creator because T-Series, that like Indian yeah, they beat corporation, they overtook him. But in terms of individual people just making videos for YouTube, PewDiePie is number one. Yeah, yeah. Um, he recently passed 100 million subscribers. Um, 
And for the last year, a couple years or so, there's been this sort of attack on PewDiePie um, by various media outlets, the New York Times and stuff, Washington Post and stuff, about him being racist and alt-right and all the things they like to call people because of edgy jokes. And it's so funny because he's he's so, he's so, like, not even edgy. He plays video games and screams, you know what I mean? He's so far away from all of that. Um, but throughout it all, he's been our guy and he's said great things like, fuck the media and fuck journalists. And he's really sort of stuck his middle finger up at them. And it's, it's been great to watch, really, um, in terms of people getting the sort of message out there to young people about what's bullshit, he's done a great job. So yeah, he's probably one of the only. He's probably one of the biggest people. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not sure about only that is continually red pilling the like public. Yeah. Not even like super crazy. It's just like this is a problem. And I think a lot of people are fake news that the whole 2016 expedited that, but mm -hmm. it's. If you could do it about other things, but well, <laughs> maybe Raging Radio is going to be that. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> What's really relevant here, though, is he's been he's been very good in talking about censorship um, and coming out against Google, shutting down people's channels, um, social media, uh, banning people. He's been great about that. Um, and just recently, so he, like I said, he passed 100 million subscribers. He's the first. YouTube user, individual user to ever do that, um, and he made a video to have 100 million subscribers, and just randomly at the beginning, um, he slips in that I'm going to give $50,000 to the ADL. Uh, now, for those of you who don't know, the ADL is an organization um, who, their stated purpose is to fight uh, bigotry in all its forms, an anti-racist organization, particularly they're against anti-Semitism, it's a Jewish organization, and that's not, I'm not saying Jewish in like a Vettar way, it's actually a, 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 a organization made up of Jewish people. Yeah, anti-defamation league. They, but they've been a large part of, um, of the YouTube censorship, they've been the ones who they've given Google lists of channels that need to be banned, need to be kicked off, um, and giving Google different guidelines on how they should ban people on YouTube. Um, so it was sort of fucked up. Uh, a lot of people were pissed. A lot of the fans were pissed when PewDiePie came out and said, uh, "I'm going to give this money to the ADL." And people sort of saw it as PewDiePie sort of trying to buy his way out of controversy. <laughs> um, you know, and he put out a statement, initially he put, there's a white pill at the end of this, but initially he put out the statement, um, and was like, I just want to show, I gave that many to the L, because I want to show that I can move past all this, and he said, this, he said, this isn't my fight anymore about the anti-censorship thing, which was a, a big black pill, a lot of people were very upset, there was, basically, I don't know if you looked at the cash, but he, the PewDiePie subreddit, at, uh, uh, the, the night, night this, this was all going on, on. there was a civil war of like, like, people being like, PewDiePie is cutting out, out like, like this isn't okay, okay versus people who are like, no, no he's just like trying to move on with his life and be the bigger man. And the ADL has done other fucked up shit too. I'm not going to get into it because I don't know if I can explain it properly without sounding anti-Semitic. They, they, um, um, he, he, he said, said the next, next day, day he, 
The next, the next day, day he comes out with a video and he said, actually, I'm rescinding the donation. I've learned some stuff about the ADL. You guys are right. It's not good. Um, and so he didn't end up giving it, which, in my opinion, is a good thing. But it was definitely insane. It definitely shows, like, I don't know. Imagine being Pootie Pie, like... Imagine, Imagine having a hundred million people subscribe to you, and you've got mm -hmm. the media watching you constantly. Like, I almost get him wanting to do that. You know what I mean? Wanting to do that donation to sort of like prove that he's not racist or whatever. But it wouldn't have done anything, right? They would have. They would have kept yeah. coming at it. And they would have kept. For sure. So <laughs> shout out to PewDiePie for. for yeah, and I've like. He, I I remember like growing up with him, and he was always like this good, you know, pretty. Pretty PC gamer. I don't really remember anything. Right. Racy. But like, and I don't know, like, he gets bombarded by like, ooh, alt right YouTuber X and X. And I didn't like, um, you were talking about uh, when they reported a list of all these accounts to YouTube to get them banned and they were all suspended. Um, wasn't it like 100,000? Yeah. After a, a list of like 15, it was like insane. Like that many accounts. I didn't know there's like, I'm sure that there are, but like, that, like, just a, in that many Twitter accounts, right? That's like a full crypto cred like follow account. It's crazy. And it's just they're poof like that without any sort of heavy analysis of their accounts. So it's like part of like a massive censorship campaign. And you said you didn't want to go into what ADL does, but they do because you didn't want to sound bad. But they, what they mostly do is they go, they just tear people apart for not just for being anti-semitic but any sort of um you know joke right like similar to this shane gillis stuff like any sort of joke that's not super pc and accepted right it just immediately sent to censorship bill and maybe that's gonna happen to us someday uh shout out adl i'm gonna send you 500 well, yeah, when yeah. we get off stream and, and but it's just crazy more more than, than, i mean the, the, I'll get into it, I guess. The reason, like, you, and everyone can look this up. This isn't my conspiracy theory. The ADL was founded because a Jewish man was being tried for raping and murdering a, a child, and the ADL was formed to blame that on a black guy instead of the Jewish guy. That is why the ADL was formed. That is where it came from. I'm not making that up. It's on Wikipedia. You can go look at it. Um... So, so even, even from, like, like, a woke perspective, they have a very sketchy history. history. Um, and I just, you know, I think it's so funny. Because I sort of, you know, I like you, I remember growing up with Rudy Pie. I remember sort of when it was still, when being on the internet was still sort of just this novelty thing. And not every perspective of everyday life. And he was just... He just, you know, he used to play, uh, what was it, that Slender, he got big playing um, yeah, horror sure. games, he used to play that Slenderman game, and um, what's that other game called? Um, the one where you've got, it's a horror game and you're solving, the Dark Descent, it's something, it's a horror yeah, yeah. game the Dark Descent, he used to play it and he'd scream and it was funny and he was just so, so, like the content was literally for, for children. Um, and I like yeah. I, I lost I lost interest in PewDiePie for a few years, and I sort of only came back a year or two ago when this stuff first sort of came out about him. But people trying to take him down, I was sort of like, well, maybe I should take another look at this guy. But, you know, you there are people we like to get censored, right? And we're mad when they get censored, like say Sam Hyde, for example. We get pissed when he gets kicked off TV or banned from somewhere, but. Mm -hmm. 
on, on some, some level, level we understand. Shout out MDE, MDE.tv. It's the Sam Hyde plug. Go check it out. But on some, some level, as much as we're pissed about it and we think it's unfair, we, on, we understand what someone like Sam Hyde did to, to get banned. We understand why they're an enemy of the, of the narrative, you know what I mean? But with, with PewDiePie, yeah. I, don't, I, I don't even get it, you know what I mean? He's just a guy yeah, who said it twice. And, and yells. I, he said the N-word once, I guess, when he had a, he had a heated gamer moment, okay. If yeah, he was just really um, mad. He just thought it right. But like, but if you're on the internet, you're typically—I'm not saying everyone—but majority of people are at least um, exposed to it at some level. And then some people just use that as like a and I think it comes expletive. And it, it, make, it really makes me think, you know, that it's not even just about politics. It's about these large corporations are mad that. A one Swiss gamer on his own who records himself talking about shit and playing video games in his room um, can get more views and have more eyes on him than you know CNN does on any given night or than ABC does on any given night or than you know The Office does on any given night. Um, and I think it's, and we 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 sort of talked about this in the in the last show, less related to PewDiePie, but about um, these mega corporations not really being able to haven't quite figured out yet how to fully. Uh, or maybe we didn't talk about it in the last episode. I think I'll practice one when we were talking about um, Ninja. Um, they don't fully understand how to deal with this fact that. People are much more interested in, or I don't know about more, because people still watch TV, right? But young people generally consume a lot more content that's just made by other people, you know, with the camera. And yeah, person to person. Then they do these TV shows that millions of that millions of dollars are going into. So, uh, as much as, you know, people like to think that it's a political thing, that it's right-wing censorship, and sometimes it is, you know, that's probably what it was with people like Sam Hyde and people who are saying these overtly subversive things, but you see it happening with someone like PewDiePie, who is really not, da not dangerous, quote-unquote, at all. Um, and it's, it becomes so clear that it, it, it's about uh, special interests being... Mad that they sort of the power is being taken away from them to, to some degree. Yeah, for sure. And that's why, in a broader sense, that's why we see what's happening. As we said before, um, yeah, you know, these, dem these Democrat debates keep happening. I think what we've had three so far, and they all say the same stuff every single time, and the poll numbers never change. Yeah. yeah, you've always got Joe Biden in front. You've always got Bernie and Elizabeth Warren in, you know, sort of competing for second, and then everybody else just below them. Um, yeah, for sure. But a big thing that came out of this recent debate is uh, Beto O'Rourke. Hell yes, we'll take your guns because Beto's a yeah, badass. Yeah, we'll take your AR. It's like AK-47s. Yeah. Well, that hell yes is pretty powerful. Yeah. Did he say that? Oh, dude, he does it all the time. Like, 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 like
Dude, there's there's twelve year olds in propaganda propagated right now. They're definitely gonna be drawn to this guy because he says the words bad. Yeah. But uh, Beto O'Rourke. Robert Francis is his real name, guys, by the way. That's his stage name. To sound to make him sound diverse. Because maybe you think, oh, he looks a little, you know, typical, different than the typical guy. So, oh, he's probably maybe Hispanic of some sort or, you know, something else. But it's really just a, it's a, I think it's a Portuguese nickname for Roberto. Yeah. But his name's Robert. And it's France. Like, he always said, like, oh, I was called that when I was young. I bet he was probably, probably called that, like, three times. I don't believe he was regularly <laughs> called Bayo, you know? I just don't buy it. Um, he was... He was called three times by his manager, Beto, and then he went with it. But, um... It's just... It's so, so cringe. Yeah. And, you know, you watch these videos that are still coming out where he says fuck, and every time, and you hear... Damn affluent liberal white women <laughs> messing in the politics. But it's just the the other thing is like I just to go along with the ooh, I'm super cool because I say the bad words, right? Um he he it came out that he was in that hacker group thing, right? Oh yeah. So is he is he trying to is he trying to ride that bad boy streak out through the entire presidential election? Because it's so cringe. It's like I'm a badass hacker dude that um wants to take away all your civil liberties. Please elect me as your this politician of the country. Like it's it's so cringe. It's like Facebook. Facebook uh, epic troll logic. Yeah, dude. Well, it's, it's so dumb. It was, it was almost worse during his when he, when he was last year. Uh, when he was oh running, yeah, the Ron, uh, the, the Senate seat, Ted Cruz against Ted Cruz. Yeah, he would like post videos of himself like skateboarding. He would like skateboarding. Oh, I didn't see that. That's awful. That's so bad. Like he was like, I was in a punk band. He's, uh, were, I think it was during his presidential and actually he said like uh, London Calling by The Clash which is like a famous punk album he's like that shit is my life and it's like whoa <laughs> bad ass dude yeah Robert Francis is getting a little excited in front of everybody we should we should just refer to him in like a southern like drawl thing it's, yeah. it's so cringy <laughs> Like we gotta break the conditioning, guys. This is what Raging Radio is about. We're getting you the conditioning. Break broke. the conditioning. Yes. <laughs> Alex Jones is right about everything. Go check out Infowars.com. Buy the merch. Buy the powders. You need it. Dude, he absolutely is, Alex. That's that's about everything. Alex yep. Jones. Absolutely. I'm done with that shit. <laughs> Everything, like, thing after thing, he is constantly vindicated on. I can't imagine. He wasn't wrong on anything. He has not been wrong on anything he said. He must feel, like, smug and miserable at the same time. Yeah. In the one sense, you're constantly being vindicated, 
and, and like, constantly, like, like being, being able, able to dab, dab on people. people. I mean, like, yeah, yeah, I, I said, said this two years ago. ago. But, then but then it's also, you're constantly being maligned as a crazy person. person. You, know? you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, which, which is a massive black pill in itself. And then, and then you also uh-huh. know all these terrible things that are going on, which is a massive black pill. So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I get what you're Yes, big respect at Forrest.com. But, like, to go for it, you're saying, I mean, I'm sure being called a crazy man, even though he's vindicated all the time, is the black pill. But I feel like you already know all this stuff is true, right? So the only thing that's going to happen when it breaks for everyone that it's actually true is just a white pill that now people are more aware and maybe hopefully over time this will red pill people to not consume Soylent and Trevor Noah eight hours a day. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's a society. Alex Jones has really been taken off of everywhere on the internet. Yeah, he's still on Apple Podcasts, I believe. Yeah. Which is really cool. I kind of like Apple because they, I, I'm not, I'm sure the, the privacy thing is a whole, um, a whole scam pretty much but like yeah you know it's weird with apple because they'll they'll like censor who can be like on the app store for example they won't yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, Gab had their app on the app store. I think, they took, I think they took the InfoWars app off the app store. Well, but they seem to let whoever be on the. It seems to be podcast. Yeah. The podcast. Like, like, they let us up on there. Um, yeah, that's true. Yeah, they'll let anyone be on the podcast. And there's other, like, risque shit um, on the podcast app. Um, yeah, for sure. Which is weird. So, yeah, I, I don't know if they just haven't. Thought of that? Got yet? to that? Yeah. yeah. Right. Who the hell's watching podcasts in 2019? Yeah. Because yeah. we have these dopamine machines we we sell to you guys. So why why in the hell would you use this archaic thing? But I appreciate you guys all, all you listeners. I appreciate you guys all using this archaic form of content delivery. We, we soon we just need raging radio and. Like, Little serum you can download and 3D print and just inject it into your veins, yeah. just straight through the. Yeah. So. Yeah. Beto's cringe. Big Robert Francis, you gotta take a chill pill, there, buddy boy. Like, yeah, there's no chance. It's just a show. How, how worked up people are getting about him. Like, he's yeah. not. He's never gonna. He's lo- He's not even. Like, like a factor yeah. in the polls. Well, if you give him more attention, right? So there's a lot of bad people who are running as Democratic presidential not, uh, candidates, right? And, um, if you want to make sure they stay in the election for as long as possible, just take one guy, one stupid guy, have him as a you know a candidate alongside them, and then just say a bunch of stupid shit. His polls drop to zero, and it's just on time for the actual nomination shows where like they don't, they're not actually mad at like like Kamala Harris. If they didn't have Robert Francis, you know, saying we're gonna take your AK, heck yeah, it, it would be like. You know, Tulsi Gabbard destroyed Kamala Harris. Shout out Mommy GF. And it's just insane. Like, she literally locked up, like, 
a lot of people, but like me, mostly black people, who she obviously probably panders to the most. And like Tulsi just completely opened that up. Like marijuana violations, like nonviolent use, personal use, like on a private property. Like I don't. I think it's, it's, so, it's, it's so fucked. Tulsi wasn't allowed in this most recent debate because of Poland yeah. or whatever. Um, and so currently she's still campaigning since she dropped out and she's uh-huh. hit the poll numbers required to be in the next debate in like multiple polls and the DNC just keeps being like, oh, uh, sorry, that poll doesn't count. We're not Yeah, we're going to have to reassign value to different to different polls until we get the results we want. It's so weird to do the way that Tulsi's foreign policy stance of like total anti-war and non-intervention the, the way, way that because that, that, that used to be in the that, that used to be the norm in the Democrat Party. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I know. Um, we were, we were young, young or whatever, but I yeah. vividly remember <laughs> during the Bush years, it, the Democrats were the peace people. You know what I mean? And the Iraq War was evil, and we needed to stop this foreign intervention. And now, Tulsi for essentially just taking the position that all Democrats seem to have. 10 years in ago. history, yeah, um, historically, a Russian bot, yeah, exactly, yeah, because like it's it's so gross, and like I don't even know if she's gonna do it because she is ex military, and uh, uh, she could be because uh, like the way Trump flipped, I guess I did just lose faith and uh, promises, but. Like even if she doesn't come through on the pulling out of everything and stopping the machine that is the political, military, industrial uh, complex, um, it's it's still like it's good because it gets it on people's minds and then they're pushing for it instead of you know making sure we have to pay fifty dollars a stake for you know shit to your stake or whatever whatever it's gonna be. But I, I I know I've been I know you guys if you guys have been following me on Twitter you guys know I've been following the Tulsi Gabbard 2020 campaign very heavily I'm not sure if you guys know the extent of my support but I'm actually wearing a Tulsi Gabbard hat right now it says Tulsi 2020 I recommend you going to Tulsi2020.com picking yourself up the biggest I think there's multiple packages for merch pick up the biggest one it's for 85 dollars. i tipped her an extra 15 i recommend you tip 150 because that's what we're going to need to win and get to the white house i do i do not get paid but i am a putin puppet but if you look at her campaign it's one of the most grassroots things like grassroots things i've ever seen like it's all like americans and they're all like recording on these shitty android phones and they're like <laughs> you know not super wealthy i'm, I'm not trying to yeah. dig at android people but like they're not like "Ooh, i'm a socialite tonight or a comedian or a fake comedian who does has a talk show every night for comedy purposes like it's crazy because you, you you see why hashtag why Tulsi might be on Twitter, but it's definitely on Instagram. Go check that out after this listening, because we gotta we got you gotta make it to the end, right? But it pretty much it, it's real people. Maybe it's you know deep fake Russian agents, but I, I really think she's she's the white pill America needs, and I'm never gonna be unhappy again if she gets elected. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna change my outlook on life in t- in my completely my perspective 
completely if she gets elected. Chances are slim. Chances are like 11, 16% right now. That, that, those are my odds. Um, but it all depends if she's going to continue to be censored and if she can get out there and get the support that she deserves. Yeah. But um, I, I kind of went off there a little bit because Mom and GF gets me fired up. Tulsi 2020 campaign. The official um, podcast of the Citizens United means we're going to be sending any money that we get out of our 200 YouTube views, and we're going to be sending it straight to Mother Girlfriend as soon as we get the money cleared. But, um, I think uh, that's maybe... So, one last thing. Um Kevin Spacey, right? Oh, yes. That broke today. Um, he's had a bunch of people come out and accuse him, including uh, gay people. Uh, or, or just males. It's just males. Yeah, you're right. You're right. He wasn't gay. Um, just, you know, boys and girls who were basically molested and abused by him at one point or another, most of them in the younger years. And then uh, there's this big thing where he came out as gay. Um, to try to take the blame like, off of that, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so like, what do you think people are gonna do? Come out and say, "Oh, you're so proud for coming out of the closet after you raped this kid while you were an adult?" Yeah, it's like so fucked up. And then, um, but prior to what happened that we're about to go into, uh, I think it was four or six months ago. Um, Someone died in that. I, I don't know if it was a car accident or something else, but they died and were unable to come and present in the court case. And then um, another one Just dropped recently. charges. Yeah. yeah. It was a very suspicious thing. But I, I don't know if it was today or yesterday, or I'm not sure when, but it another accuser of Kevin Spacey has dropped dead. So that's three... Well, like, yeah, 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 and it's like since Epstein happened, and that was over the news, and now it kind of died off. Are rich people and celebrities just gonna start killing yeah, people right. off? It's, like, oh, it's gonna be like this now. <laughs> it's like Gotham City or some shit, and it's just like, ah, right, let's get it popping. You know, yeah, right, exactly. it's about to start rolling. Well, but no one asked, <laughs> people only ask questions about Epstein for like two weeks. So I guess we can yeah. start killing people. <laughs> you know, the old people and the disabled, we're just going to kill them. Yeah, that's right. It's just like, oh my like, God. Everything in the space stuff is why, you know, this is a big part of why I've uh, moved away from a lot of the. Sort of annoyingly conservative, like low taxes and blah blah. blah. You know what? All rich people. It seems like most rich people have sex with children and kill people. So take them. I've done point. I don't care. Fuck it. Yeah. Socialism now. Give me my health care. But it's it's fucked. But that's the society we live in, and it's it's fucked. I want to thank you guys for listening to our second official episode. Not sure what the title is, but we're going to come up with that after. Um, uh, check us out on Twitter at twitter.com slash ragingradio. 
Uh, appreciate you guys you listening and supporting. If you're out there, give it a like, a sub, or a dislike, and tell us why you hate us so much in the comments. Or whatever you want to do, but I appreciate you guys coming on and downloading or listening on the web. Reps, are you got anything? Nope. Um, you, you said, said it all. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Right. Yep. Goodbye. Goodbye.